Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Great Bar Sports Open Line. Those good swings, and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Great Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Here we go. Now, from Cardinal Spring Training and the T.R. Hughes Homes, St. Charles Premier New Home Builder Broadcast Center, it's Matt Pauley on KMOX. Here we go on a Tuesday evening as we do welcome you into another Graybar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley coming your way from beautiful Jupiter, Florida, although today in St. Louis, it actually got warmer in St. Louis than it got here in Jupiter, but that is not Based off the weather reports I am hearing, I just heard Dave Murray speak a moment ago, that's not going to be true tomorrow, where I assume here in Florida it's going to be in the uh, mid to upper 70s, and in St. Louis it is not going to be in the mid to upper 70s. It hasn't been really one of those years that you know you, you don't want to be that guy who's like, oh, how's it going in St. Louis here? It's 80 degrees out hot. Like, you don't want to be that guy. Uh, we haven't really had the opportunity to put that to the test since being here because the weather here has not been that great. It was kind of chilly there for a while. And then by the time the weather got better here in Florida, it got really nice in St. Louis. So tomorrow might be the first time here in the last few weeks that uh, if we wanted to be the guy that kind of sticks it to you when it comes to the weather, that uh, that we would do that. Uh, we got a lot coming up. This is a busy show. This has been a busy day. So days like today, and look, I love my job. I'm not digging ditches. This is a whole lot of fun, but sometimes things that are stressful and are uh, busy can can also be fun. That's That was the case today. Today was one of those really, really busy days for multiple reasons. Uh, first off, Sonny Gray pitched for the Cardinals. First time we've seen him in Grapefruit League action. That was fun. Uh, we found out prior to the game that he has been officially named the Cardinals opening day starter, breaking 
shocking news, right? Yeah, the, that Sonny Gray is going to be the opening day starter. We all knew that to be the case, but it was officially confirmed by Oliver Marmel prior to the game today. And then uh, when we talked with Sonny Gray, and we'll play some of that audio later on in the program, uh, it was really, I, I think you're going to, I hope you stay tuned in. Like, I know we're a two hour show and, and people come in and people go away. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I realize that there's not a lot of people who just sit down and stay hunkered down for an entire two hour program. So we try to, we try to keep things moving along and, and, you know, we do what we do here at sports open line. I hope you listen towards the end of the program when we play back the audio from Sonny Gray and, and this, I'll be honest that the second hour, lots of audio, lots of audio. Uh, Brandon Crawford, he was officially introduced today after the signing became official. You'll hear from him. Uh, we'll hear from Oliver Marmel and John Mosellock as they comment on the signing of Crawford. But then we'll hear from Sonny Gray, and he'll talk about his day-to-day and all that sort of stuff. But it's pretty cool how much it meant to him to be named the opening day starter, which it's kind of not funny is the wrong word, but noteworthy. Let's go with that. It's kind of noteworthy that yeah, you didn't have to be a rocket scientist to know that Sonny Gray was going to be the Cardinals opening day starter, right? Like we could all make that assumption and Sonny Gray is a smart dude. So he could make that assumption as well. And his, as he described his reaction to being called into the office four or five days ago by Oliver Marmel and being told that he was going to be the opening day starter, something again that I think we all could assume was going to happen. What this means to him is pretty darn cool. And again, you'll hear that for yourself coming up uh, towards the end of the program, right around uh, 730, 735, 740 is when we'll get into uh, that from uh, from Sunday Gray. So yeah, second hour, tons of audio from today here in Jupiter, Brandon Crawford, Sunny Gray, John Mosellock, Oliver Marmel, uh, the whole nine. So you'll want to be, you'll certainly want to be tuned in for that. Uh, Later on this hour, we're going to get a double dose of our good friend, Jen Cease who's uh, obviously part of the broadcast team with City SC. Uh, we'll talk to her, and then we'll also play back an interview she did with uh, St. Louis soccer legend Brad Davis. So we're going to do that towards the end. So we're going to be mostly, mostly baseball today, a little bit of soccer from uh, 6.30 to 7 o'clock-ish. And, uh, yeah, because tonight, uh, CONCACAF Champions Cup game at number two for City SC. They match up against Houston, and, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, you'll be uh, – yeah, we got a lot to we got a lot to get to uh, between now and then. Here's what I will ask of you if you are interested. So I'm I'm curious. I like the Brandon Crawford signing. I don't like it because it's a like really impactful, team changing, game changing. This takes the team from one level to another level kind of move. Like it's not that we. It's not that he's he's an older guy. He's a guy coming off a tough season. He's clearly towards the end of his uh, career. I I think we sort of got an indication that this might be it for him this year, that this might be his swan song because the Cardinals finish out the regular season playing in San Francisco against the Giants. That is the final regular season series. And he said today when speaking with us 
that when he saw that on the schedule, he started to kind of get goosebumps about it and got kind of emotional about it. So you push down one domino and you get to the next one. What that tells you is he's already thinking about the fact that he might be finishing his career, at least regular season career in San Francisco. That is something that he definitely took note of, of where the season is going to end for the Cardinals. So there's a good chance that, that this is going to be it for Brandon Crawford. Who knows what happens during the year? He was really banged up last season. Maybe if he comes in here and he's not a starter and he's just he's a backup shortstop and he plays when Mason Wynn doesn't and he comes off the bench on occasion for a pinch hit and things like that, if that's who he is and what he does, does he regain some form for from two, three years ago? Maybe. I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. There's, I think there's as much of a chance of that happening as there is of what he did last year was part of an end-of-career decline, and he has a hard time offensively this year. I'm not trying to totally say that that's not going to happen. I know the organization believes that him being in a lesser role where his body is not being beat up so much on an everyday basis, that that's going to go a long way towards him being able to to be a more successful, more productive ball player than he was last year in Sac- uh, in, in uh, San Francisco. So this is my question for you, and we'll open up the phone lines on this. If you want to chime in, we'll do this in the next segment. I'd like to hear your thoughts on the Brandon Crawford signing. I can give you my thoughts. Uh, this is one of those that I don't know if I completely have the full pulse of the Cardinals fan base. Clearly, there's a there is a group of people out there that are going to say, ah, oh, this is just another old guy being signed. This is the Cardinals going cheap. Like all, all the same kind of lazy narratives that we hear over and over and over and over and over. It doesn't matter what the Cardinals do. That's the that's what we hear. Like there's going to be people that, that come with that, and that's fine. If you want to share that with me, I'll, I'll put you on and we'll talk through it. That's fine. Uh, I'm not saying that just because you, you don't have to not have that opinion to, to call in. But I am curious. So we'll open up phone lines. We'll see if we get any uh, response to this or not. The uh, the phone line, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. I get complaints, by the way, from people on social media. I got one the other day. Like, yeah, you don't take enough phone calls on Sports Open Line. People always like to remind me the name of the show, Sports Open Line. Yes, I'm, I'm aware. I, I do know the name of the show that I'm hosting. So, uh, yeah, we, we don't always take calls on every single topic that we get into, but we'll do it right here. 314-436-7900. If you've got thoughts on the Brandon Crawford signing, are you excited? Are you not excited? Is it a kind of move for you? Uh, we'll talk. You can also text and tweet, by the way. If you don't want to call, you can text in your thoughts, 314-436-7900. That's the phone, same, uh, same phone number. Or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauly on air. Or nobody has any thoughts about it, and we'll get to something else. So we'll take uh, our first break of the program, uh, and we'll talk through this uh, Brandon Crawford edition. We'll do that next. We are in Jupiter, Florida. It's a Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We go where you go. 1120 AM, 98.7 FM, KMOX.com. It's a Gray Bar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. We are broadcasting from Jupiter, Florida. Cardinals spring training. Busy day-to-day with Sonny Gray pitching for the Cardinals. But the uh, big news, Brandon Crawford being signed. My general takeaway, I like it. I don't think it's a a huge difference-making kind of move. I do think it helps you avoid disaster. Had the season started with Tommy Edmond on the injured list and uh, let's say Mason Wynn gets banged up, you don't have anybody to play shortstop. So you avoid disaster. You bring in another veteran voice. You bring in a guy who is, you know, some of the numbers would say would probably have a bounce back. So I generally like it. Again, not a huge move, not a huge change. Uh, you know, it's not going to completely change the course of the season, but uh, I, I generally like it. What do you think? You can give a call, you can text, or you can tweet if you call or if you text 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. If you tweet at me, it's at Matt Pauley on air. Let's grab our first phone call of the show. Sean has given us a call. Hey, Sean, you're on Sports Open Line. Hey, yeah. So, I mean, the only thing I'm looking at the whole picture is I don't remember if anybody else can call back to last year when we saw Jose Fermin and and just random, modern, all these guys playing that mm-hmm. really didn't, in my opinion, deserve to play. They're not going to be a future of the, of, with the team. So I love the signing. I think it's going to show uh, when, how to be a professional. I think it's great to fill in at second, short, third, wherever you need them, pinch hit. And, I mean, I'll I'll listen in, but I think it's a great gap for the other guys we picked up that are probably in double A and triple A that are not ready to take over a full-time position and uh, could be even trade bait if Wynn doesn't take off and he has to play. If he's playing well, same thing I'm looking at with him as in any of the pitchers we signed are on one-year contracts. Is At the trade deadline, what the team's always looking to bring in is veteran depth that you can turn around for prospects to help build your team back. Yeah, Sean, I appreciate it. I think most Cardinals fans are hopeful that what you just said doesn't happen at the end because that would mean they're not contending, and this team is built to contend. Right now they are considered the favorites to win the NL Central when you look at the odds. I generally agree with you. Like This is this is no disrespect to Jose Fermin, who's still in the organization. Uh, guys like Taylor Mata, like you mentioned, Unio Caracuto, uh, Erkiz Gamboa has been playing here at, uh, at shortstop here recently. Thomas Sejaci is a prospect, but he's probably not quite ready, and he's probably not a shortstop long-term. He's probably a second baseman or a third baseman. So this gives you somebody that you can trust at shortstop 
on days that Mason win is not in there. And it allows Tommy Edmond to be your everyday center fielder. It was interesting. They uh, both John Mosaloc and Oliver Marmel were specifically asked today on whether or not we might see, um, see, see Crawford play positions other than shortstop over at second and over at third, because uh, his representation had made it clear to teams that he was willing to play other positions stuff can change, but right now the Cardinals view him as a shortstop only. They feel like they've got lots of options at second Donovan Gorman. They've got lots, lots of options at third uh, Don, you know, you can put Donovan over there. You can put Matt Carpenter over there if you need to. So right now Crawford is viewed as a shortstop only. Let's grab another phone call. Charles has given us a call. Hey Charles, you're on sports open line. Well, hello. Uh, do you think this might be a trade bait? I mean, uh, for the Chicago White Sox uh, pitcher, since you got uh, Crawford, uh, you can move him to second base, and now you can you can trade uh, you can trade uh, Diamond, you can play you can trade the center field and the second baseman to Chicago for the pitcher. What do you think about that? Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I think you're talking about Nolan Gorman as being a guy that could maybe uh, maybe get moved. Gorman's got a lot of value. I always say that second baseman who can hit 30 home runs don't don't grow on trees and if you were to make a run at Dylan I assume you're talking about Dylan Cease when you talk about the White Sox pitcher if you're making a run at Dylan Cease you would think there would be a strong possibility that Nolan Gorman would be part of that deal I don't think this does that Uh, they didn't bring Brandon Crawford in to be a starter either so two things two kind of flaws in your argument Uh, first thing is moving him to second that's not going to happen. He's a shortstop, and they view him as a shortstop, even though he has said that he's willing to play other positions. They view him as a shortstop. They also view him as a reserve player. They they don't view him as an everyday type guy. That was expressed to him, and he is embracing that role. He tried to be an everyday guy last year. What do we say? Father time, undefeated. And as he gets a little bit older in his career, he wasn't able to stay on the field every day last year. They think he's got a lot of production left, but I don't think they think that Crawford has a lot of production left as an everyday guy. So he's here to play shortstop when Mason Wynn isn't in there. And he's here to be a veteran leader and a guy who can really help out Mason Wynn. I was thinking about this, by the way, um, for Wynn, you you have Jose Akindo in the organization. There might not be a better infield instructor walking the face of the earth. There maybe has never been a better infield instructor in the history of mankind. Ozzie Smith was in camp for a while working with him. Now he's going to have a teammate and a guy who's been one of the best defensive shortstops of the last decade, four-time gold glover at shortstop. They are giving Mason Wynn every opportunity to have people around him who are going to help him be very successful. Let's grab one more phone call before we get to a break. We're going to shift gears, talk some soccer in the next segment. But KC has given us a call. Hey, KC, you are on a Gray Bar Sports Open Line. Yes, sir, and I agree everything you just said because whenever you go into a season, you need that veteran presence. I think Crawford would be great uh, uh, addition to the team. Uh, like you say, we're not looking for him to start, just to be able to fill in a spot every now and then. And one thing we do know, if him and Donovan is in the lineup at the same time, you're going to have some good flowing hair out there between the two of them. Great flowing hair. 
You know who they remind me of? For people who are a fan of the uh, Mighty Ducks movies, I tweeted this out yesterday. Remember the, uh, it was like the Bash Brothers or whatever on Mighty Ducks 2? Are you familiar with what I'm talking about here, Casey? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that, the, the ladies <laughs> should like it pretty much. <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah, so, so somebody, it wasn't my original thoughts. Uh, I credit where, where credit is due. Uh, somebody last night tweeted out a photo of uh, of Crawford and Donovan right next to each other it was uh, at Cards Nation twenty four seven. Give credit where credit is due. And then I quote tweeted it with the uh, with the two hockey players, the whatever they were called. Were they called the Bash Brothers? Obviously, that was uh, you know they Jose Canseco right. back in the right. day, Mark McGuire. But yeah, that was uh, that was uh, that's good stuff. So yeah, they've got uh, they've got flowing hair. They absolutely do. Great, appreciate the uh, the phone call, Casey. Agree with what uh, you had to say. All right, again. Seven o'clock hour. Whew, we got a lot to get to. We're going to hear from Crawford. He spoke with us today. Uh, we'll get John Mosellock's thoughts. We'll get Oliver Marmel's thoughts. And we'll also talk about the game today with Sonny Gray on the mound. He made his uh, Grapefruit League debut. So nothing but baseball in the seven o'clock hour, specific to the news of the day. But for uh, the next while, we're going to talk some soccer. It is a big night tonight for City SC as they continue their run in the uh, CONCACAF Champions Cup. They play their second straight matchup against Houston. Our very good friend Jen Cease will join us in just a moment or so. Don't go anywhere. It's a gray bar. Sports Open Line from Jupiter, Florida on KMOX. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to the Gray Bar Sports Open Live, live from Cardinal Spring Training and the DR Hughes Homes Broadcast Center. Once again, Matt Pauley on King of OX. Yeah, we are in Jupiter, Florida, Cardinals Spring Training. We're going to jump back into uh, Cardinal stuff in the uh, 7 o'clock hour. Got some text messages, by the way, on uh, Brandon Crawford. We'll certainly uh, get to those coming up uh, in the 7 o'clock hour as well. So we'll make you wait on my response to those. But uh, appreciate everybody calling and texting, uh, talking through uh, the Brandon Crawford situation. But it's a big night tonight for City SC. They are continuing their run in the uh, CONCACAF Champions Cup. In their first matchup against Houston, they came away with a really exciting 2-1 victory. And now they match up against Houston tonight as they will be down in Houston for that matchup and to uh, talk about that and much, much more. Uh, we're very happy to uh, welcome on to the program Jen Cease. You hear her as part of the broadcast team for uh, City SC over on our sister station, Y98. Jen, great to talk to you as always. How are you? Great to talk to you. Good. After I get done talking with you, I'll be heading to the station because uh, we'll also be working the games from the Y98 studios with me and the and the gentleman um, on all remote games. So I'm excited about that. What's uh, what's the uh, broadcast time tonight for that? I know it's, what's the 9.30 uh, start, so what, 9 o'clock? Is that when you guys get going? Nine, yeah, 9 p.m. pregame. That's right, 9 p.m. late pregame. <laughs> late, late night, late night for sure. And we should mention, uh, you've got a conversation with Brad Davis that uh, we're going to run when we get done talking with you. Uh, we're you're, You've got two segments here of Sports Open Line because we're going to replay a conversation you had with St. Louis soccer legend uh, Brad Davis coming up in uh, just a moment. But wanted to talk through uh, this matchup tonight against Houston. They win... Uh, 
against them at their place in that first game a week plus ago, uh, 2-1. How tough is it in this type of environment to come back against the exact same team just a little while later? Oh, man. You know, it's it's so funny. You you can get some advantages by seeing the same team, but nobody really likes to play the same team twice. And then you're playing them with also being down. And Houston Dynamo has, you know, lost a couple here by now. So they definitely are going to step into their home turf with something to prove and, you know, try to find one of their few ways to come up on top and actually go through. There's not as many in their favor as there are for City. What do you think Houston's going to be tweaking tonight to try to uh, flip what happened the last time? So, you know, you'll hear a little bit of this with the Brad Davis interview, but what Real Salt Lake did um, good, really well against St. Louis is they kept, they didn't allow themselves to get so spread out that St. Louis likes to go up the middle. They like to go up very jugular, (laughs) so to speak, down, down the jugular in the throat. So they like to get in those spaces and attack you hard. And what Real Salt Lake did was attack them back the exact same manner, which is why we had a ton of transition game. Um, so what Houston likes to do is actually win the ball and then spread the field. Uh, and so St. Louis prefers to then find the hole. So it'll be interesting to see if Houston's able to keep it more compact and maybe stop City at their own game. At the same time, they are missing some pretty key players. I mean, it almost feels like it did for City last year when we were missing some key players. Nelson Quinones out uh, forward, nice attacking forward. Sebastian Ferreira a forward out. Hector Herrera, midfielder. Definitely a threat, and Franco Escobar, one of their defenders. Um, I know that Ben Olsen likes to use, kind of sounds like Bradley Carnell, likes to use a lot of his young players. He might be tempted to try a few different things, but they are missing some general threats when they have when it comes to the attack. What is this? Again, I'm not an expert on this, but just reading what I read, it feels like different teams, different clubs, have a different level of commitment when it comes to playing in the champions cup, which obviously is a, is a, is a very big deal when you're thinking about teams coming from, from North America. What does this event for city SC first time ever getting to play in it? What does it mean for them? You know, for any tournament that you are going to play other national or international teams. And when you play, we haven't yet in this particular tournament, but when you play internationally, it means a couple different things. One, you get to sense and a feel of a different style of play obviously get exposed to other kinds of players and three for St. Louis it's international exposure. So um, when it comes to the city itself, it's, you know, somebody from another country saying, Oh, what's this team from St. Louis, Missouri in the United States of America, when they might not normally know about it, when it comes to the tournament itself, you know, soccer is one of the, you know, Matt, you cover baseball, you cover football. You don't really have concurrent running tournaments, especially ones that you will play international teams running alongside of your league play. So what it means is definitely bragging rights for sure to show that you're a contender across the world, a a world competition level. The challenges are they're already in a four game, four games in 11 days. If city goes through tonight, their next game will be on May, uh, March 6th at 7 PM. And that'll add another game the next Wednesday. So you're going to have a lot more of a condensed schedule than they already have. I guess the good part is that coach Carnell does like to rotate the roster. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's crazy when you think about, yeah, think about last year with Messi and how long it took for him to get ready. It took over a month basically for him, for him to get ready. So 
that's I don't know if people realize just the the toll that playing a soccer game takes on you and on your legs. And here they are right at the beginning of the season and they're playing all these games in a row. Like it's that's a different level of of being challenged than I think most people completely realize. Would you agree with that? For sure. It, what I didn't neglect to mention before is that the winner of this tournament goes, goes to the um, Club World Cup, which is another competition as well. But to your point about the legs, absolutely. And you know that uh, we know from Edward Leuven and uh, Joachim Nielsen, they were at some of the, the preseason training, but they weren't at other part of it. They were doing their green card. And yeah, they worked out, but it's not the same as training with your team. And, you know, from talking with them kind of on the side, I know they're still feeling it. They're still trying to, quote, find their legs, so to speak, and, and work all those minutes and then all these games back-to-back. Then you've got Kyle Hebert that took a knock on his knee, and you've got Tim Parker that came out of the game early last game, which is very unusual for him. Josh Yarrow took a few knocks. So they are locked and loaded with pretty much anybody they have at a, at a center back position, including Michael Wenzel, who's come up from St. Louis City 2, and I don't think we're going to get the starting lineups any earlier than anybody else. But, you know, hopefully we can get people there that we're used to. But if not, there are other, other guys ready to step in. Let me finish you off with, with this, and you're the perfect person to answer this question. From a vibe standpoint, because last year it was nothing but good vibes around this team. It was a really, really cool environment and culture. And just we all know how special last year went. Are you getting the sense that it is much the same this year, or does it feel a little bit different here in year number two for the team? Yeah, you know, it, that's a great question because I get a sense a little bit of both. Like um, in talking with Edward Lubin at the preseason presser, he said, you know, I think we have to have realistic expectations from the club and all around. Like we didn't expect, we didn't have expectations of ourselves to come in first place. We were hoping to just maybe get into the playoffs. So they exceeded it by so much. I think they're trying to have, you know, realism, um, there's very much awareness of that, what did they call that, sophomoreitis, right, of having your second year. But at the same time, I do sense the, the chip that we like, the chip that we like to feel and hear and see of they've got more to prove, and they definitely want to, if there are any naysayers on year two, they definitely want to prove up to that. Jen with uh, Joey and Dale. They've got the broadcast tonight over on Y98, CONCACAF Champions Cup, St. Louis against the uh, Houston Dynamo. Uh, Jen, uh, have a great broadcast this evening. Uh, drink some coffee, do whatever you need to do, stay up late, and I'm sure we're <laughs> going to talk again very, very soon. Thanks, my friend. You bet. That's uh, Jen C. So she's technically going away here for a second because she she hung up her phone and she's not on with us live anymore. But we're going to get a whole lot more Jen here in uh, just a moment. Uh, she had an interview uh, that we're going to play back for you uh, with Brad Davis. And uh, Brad Davis is someone who has done just about everything. He's been an MLS All-Star, U.S. Men's National Team, like just uh, fantastic, fantastic soccer career, slew Billiken, uh, you talk about a St. Louis soccer legend. That is Brad Davis. So we are going to hear from him coming up in uh, just a moment or so. Jen got the chance to uh, talk with him, and uh, we'll hear that full conversation. We are continuing to broadcast the show live. We are in Jupiter, Florida. I had to think for a second. Jupiter, Florida, Cardinals Spring Training. It's a gray bar sports open line right here on KMOX. Hello, everyone. This is Mike Claiborne. And this is Matt Pauley inviting you to follow the Redbirds this offseason on the Cardinals Countdown to Opening Day show presented by Amron. First, a night at six on your home of the St. Louis Cardinals. KMOX. 
Back at it on a Gray Bar Sports Open Line here on KMOX. Coming up in hour number two of the program, a lot of audio. We're going to hear from newest Cardinal Brandon Crawford. We'll also get the comments from manager Oliver Marmel and president of baseball operations John Mozalak on the Crawford signing. So that's going to be coming up in just a little bit. We talked with Jen Cease in our last segment. want to play for you an interview she did with uh, Brad Davis, really a, a St. Louis soccer legend, a St. Louis native, former Slew Billiken, six-time MLS All-Star, two-time MLS Cup champion, part of the U.S. men's national team. And uh, as they opened up the conversation, they opened by talking about somebody that uh, we all love and we all appreciate and has been uh, nobody has been bigger for the sport of soccer in St. Louis than Mr. Soccer or Sir Soccer, as Mike Claiborne likes to refer to him as. Uh, obviously, Brad Davis very much appreciating uh, one of our own here at uh, KMOX, Bill McDermott. He's always been one of my biggest fans, and I can't thank old Billy McDermott enough. He was always a huge fan. He always supported the the, the players from from St. Louis. He was a parent. He loved it. He loves the game. He's he's done some amazing stuff in broadcasting and really helped help lift help lift up soccer, not just in St. Louis, but around the country as well. So I'm sure all last year you answered multiple questions about finally getting right our MLS team in St. Louis and City. Now that this team is in the Champions Cup in its only second season, that must be even more surreal and add to that for you playing your for- former team, Houston. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, first of all, getting the MLS team in St. Louis was something that obviously we've all been wanting for a long time. Even as a player, even the guys all in the league from St. Louis are like, whenever we get together, it's like, man, it's a shame we don't have, because we could field our own team, uh, to be honest with you. Um, but uh, no, first of all, to have the team, it's been amazing. Um, obviously, the community has rallied. We all knew that the fan base was going to be awesome. We're uh, such a great sports city with the Cardinals, the Blues, um, and now St. Louis City. Uh, so it was uh, well deserved. We, you know, can't thank the ownership group enough for, for, for putting this all together. So the excitement we always knew it was going to be there, right? Um, but in the first year, I think exceeding expectations, um, nobody would have bet the success that the group um, was going to have. And sometimes, you know, sometimes that ha- that's that happens. Uh, but but Lutz and Bradley and the group, you know, have had a vision since day one. They have. They've been outspoken about it. They said, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to play. This is how we're going to build our, our team. And, you know, they, they've done that. So, you know, credit credit to them, credit to the players uh, for getting the job done, you know, uh, in year one. And now this is kind of a, uh, to go to the second part of your question there about Houston, they're actually now kind of in a retool themselves. And now this year, they have a very competitive team. They have a very good team. Unfortunately, they're losing um, Nelson Quinones uh, for the year uh, with a knee injury which is going to be one of their major strike uh, forces up top and goal scorers for them. Um, so they're going to have to uh, manipulate uh, the roster a little bit from, from that standpoint. But I'm I'm very excited to see uh, this second matchup. St. Louis is 2-0-1 um, against Houston. Uh, so really all they got to do is go down there and not get scored on and they're going to advance. Um, but, you know, uh, Houston's coming off a loss in St. Louis, a draw last weekend or this past uh, weekend in uh, against Kansas City, uh, you know, so they're going to be looking to put uh, put a good team together, field a good team, get that first win under their belt for their season, and hopefully uh, continue the uh, to the forward progress from there. But as always, I see a very a very good game happening. You know, it's funny that you say that. I have like written down here about you know eight ways. It's so funny about this tournament, right? Eight ways because aggregate that St. Louis can go through and two ways that Houston can go through kind of a fun, different way to play the game and look at it than, you know, the typical league structure that you have to have a tournament like this. It's also, you know, 
I'm sure it's hard to manage as a grind as a player and as, you know, coach managing team, but at the same time, kind of a fun, different way to approach the game and possibly different opponents too. It is, uh, you know, it, uh, you, you can go into the game with one game plan, but as soon as one thing happens, you could possibly have to switch the entirety of it, of it up. Right. So, you know, is, uh, is St. Louis going to go in there and, and still try and be on the front foot, go win that soccer game? Or are they going to be a little bit more defensive minded? Uh, you know, may, you know, I know they're uh, a high press situation team, but that doesn't mean you're always pressing high up the field. That means you can still sit back a little bit when you get to a certain, you know, your certain area of confrontation. Now you're going to press and now it's high press. Now we're going to get on top of them. Um, the interesting thing to, to see though, is, um, you know, St. Louis going and playing a team like Houston, when they win the ball back, they want to be more spread out. But you saw the game against Real Salt Lake this weekend against City where Salt Lake basically counteracted with keeping numbers around the ball and keeping everything uh, very compact. You know, that's where City tries to take advantage of when teams win the ball. They get spread out. Then they high press right away, take advantage of the space, right? Well, Salt Lake kept everybody right there. And they just kept turning. There are a million transition moments. So, <laughs> but you know, that's kind of the thing now is people maybe starting to see some of the the strategy um, and things like things like that go. I don't think Houston's going to be a team that's going to go away from their game model. They had great possession. They're playing good games. They're just they've actually been unfortunate in both games. They've scored goals, but they've been called back for offside. So it's just a, a matter of inches right there. But I still think they're a very good team. They're going to play, you know, in possession. So it'll be interesting to see what. Uh, what style or or what kind of the game plan is with St. Louis if it's going to be more defensive mind because really they're not giving up a lot of goals so stay stay compact defensively keep doing the work defensively all you got to do is get a draw out of that uh, out of the game and and you're moving on. Well, last question: hopes for year number two. I mean, trying to have is it realistic expectations? Do we have to dial it back a little bit? What are the hopes for City after such a great year one to be coming into year two? Yeah, a lot of people talk about the sophomore slumps and different things like this, but in all honesty, they succeeded last year. They had success, right? They've uh, lost, uh, you know, one player in my mind that um, I don't know if necessarily the the, the spot's been filled in, in Nico Goacchini up top. Um, I think you've seen in these first couple of games, Klaus playing up there by himself has struggled a little bit with support in and around him. Um, City's played a little bit more direct over the top, but he hasn't had... Uh, necessarily another strike partner. Personally, I'd like to see him and Adenarin maybe get a little bit of time together. Um, Sam's come in and done a good job, but he he just having having that support up there because now Leuven's coming back from injury, missed a lot of preseason, but he's he he likes to drop and be a playmaker, you know, um, from that standpoint and drop deeper into the midfield and play balls. We got to get somebody up higher and tighter and closer to uh, Klaus in those moments. Um, so he has uh, that support going forward. So again, like I said, um, they haven't been scoring a ton of goals, but they also haven't been conceding a bunch of goals. So it'll be interesting to see what, what group goes down to Houston, how they're going to, how, what the game plan is going to look at, look like, excuse me. That was Jen Cease with Brad Davis. Great conversation right there. And we appreciate Jen providing that for us. We will take a break. When we come back the second hour, nothing but Cardinals. We're going to talk mostly about the Brandon Crawford signing. You'll hear from Brandon Crawford coming up in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. It's a Graybar sports open line from Jupiter, Florida here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.